The doors in my flat were always slamming open and shut at the most random times. This never really bothered me. I always have at least one window open, so I just put it down to drafts. But perhaps, after my experience on the Kelvin walkway, I was more aware of my surroundings, or just more cautious. And one night, my beliefs were abruptly challenged. I had come home late from a party, exhausted and just drunk enough that doing the simple tasks of getting ready for bed felt like a chore. As I entered the flat, I walked towards the bathroom, pausing just long enough to remove painful high heels, and forgot to close the front door. I splashed my face with cold water, brushed my teeth, and walked back out of the bathroom, just in time to see the front door swinging shut in front of me. I paused, looking at it and feeling mildly concerned. Then, a cold breeze chilled the back of my neck and I breathed out in relief. I must have left a window open in the bedroom. That was all. I turned off the bathroom light and walked into the bedroom to change. I closed the door behind me to block off the draft to the rest of the flats, changed, and climbed into bed, ready to drop asleep in the final glow of alcohol. In the dark, my eyes just closing, I saw the movement of the bedroom door as it very slowly and with a soft squeak opened again. I sat up and the movement stopped. The door was now almost halfway open. Tired and getting more and more sober by the minute, I gave the door a long look and got up and closed the window. I would be hot and uncomfortable, but at least I wouldn't be disturbed. My task complete, I got back into bed, leaving the door untouched, and rolled over to sleep. As I drifted off, my ears caught the sound of that quiet squeak again. I sat up and looked over. The door was now completely open, the light from the landing falling through the doorway. I got up, walked through the door and into each of the other rooms in the flat, checking the windows. The living room ones were closed, so was the one in the bathroom. The kitchen had no windows, only a grumpy ventilation fan. The other bedroom door was closed over completely, and I wasn't about to wake up my flatmate over this. I grew annoyed with the whole situation. I was tired and going towards a hangover that I had hoped to sleep off. It was time to end this. I looked around the flat and noticed for the first time that every door except my flatmate's and the front door was almost always wide open. I had never really considered whether that had been my choice or not. In the spirit of experimentation, I closed the bathroom door over and headed back around the corner to the bedroom. I waited a few moments, then sprang back out into the hall. The door was opening up again, this time with a greater speed than the bedroom door. I shouted out a triumphant HA! There was no response. The door simply stopped moving. I tried again with the living room door, shutting it closed with a satisfying click. This time, I remained in the hall, watching the door with my arms crossed. Nothing happened. I stayed determined, watching the door with narrowed eyes. It remained unmoving for several more seconds, then suddenly, it slammed open so hard that the bang echoed across the flat, and a cracking noise came from the bottom hinge. I let back, alarmed, but my worry over the damage to the door overcame my fear. 
and I stepped forward to inspect the damage. The hinge had been pulled out of the door, the wood splintering where the screws had been forced out. I shouted out in annoyance, Now look what you've done! into the darkness of the living room. There was a foreboding silence, and then whatever had been controlling my doors went into a full-blown tantrum. Every door in the flat closed around at the same time. I heard the door stop in the kitchen bounce off one of the walls. The banging continued again and again, the growing frenzy. I watched in disbelief and raged. Then a sharp crack came from the front door, and the thing and I both froze in fear. I walked over to the front door, which swung open sheepishly. The bottom of the door frame, an attractive slab of granite, was now snapped cleanly in half, one of the pieces now out of place and sticking out into the landing. I put my foot out and carefully nudged it back into place, where it fit snugly. I opened and closed the front door a few times, checking the fit. I breathed a sigh of relief as the lock clicked reassuringly and stepped back. No real harm done, I informed the darkness. There was no response, so I made my way back to the bedroom, leaving the door open behind me. For the record, I only closed the door in the first place so I could sleep in tomorrow. I know it gets stuffy in here, I remarked to the gloom. I rolled over and closed my eyes. In the dark, I heard the door close with a soft click. Then, a moment later, the sound of the window opening and the curtain being pulled over. I fell asleep. I never got around to fixing the doors. They're a good reminder that we should all be considerate to those we have to live with. I'm still astonished that my flatmate never woke up during that racket. As for the creature haunting my doors, I did the only thing I could think of. I gave it a nickname, Francis, and let it get on with its job. Glasgow Ghost Stories was written and produced by Libby Thomas. Narration is by Libby Thomas. Credits are read by Harris Jones. Music by Kevin MacLeod through the Free Music Archive and sound effects from freesound.org. Both are used under a Creative Commons license. Remember, when one door closes, another opens. I just wish they'd stop doing it in the middle of the night.